Hi, welcome to another Power Blast podcast. Why are habits so tough to keep? I mean, shouldn't we all just show up and just do it and take all the guesswork and overthinking out of it? If you're finding fitness to be an overwhelming hassle, here are some great psychological tricks to make fitness habits stick. Stay tuned. Hey there, my friend, Perry Tinsley here, creator of the Power Blast podcast, the power of possibility, passion, and purpose. And if you're finding fitness to be such a hassle and you're just having a tough time making it stick, I'm going to share with you some psychological tricks that you can do to make fitness stick and to really just make it consistent. And, you know, we tend to think about things. We tend to think about a lot of things, you know, especially when we're just starting out. You know, how should I work out? What should I do? Will I choose the right, you know, will I be having the right plan? Um, what should I do for exercise? Can I squeeze it in? When should I exercise? You know, where should I exercise outside, at a gym, in the house? How often should I exercise? What Am I going to need equipment? Am I going to need to totally revamp my, my house? Um, can I afford it? Can I afford not to? Those those are a lot of things that we ring through our head. And my goodness, I mean, exercise can seem like such an overwhelming hassle. It's no wonder that many people don't get started when it comes to fitness because starting new habits is hard. And especially when it comes to fitness and things that you've got to put in some work and, and really conscious effort. And really, really does it come down to willpower and just doing it anyway, you know, there's that inspiring motivation uh, that, that we need to get. And a lot of times people think they got to get motivated to take action, but it's really the action that needs to happen first over the motivation, not the other way around. So I'm going to share with you some psychological tricks that you can use to make habit, uh, your, these fitness habits stick so, so that you're, you're uh, sticking with your entire plan. Now, these I put into four categories. I, I put down into one category, goals and reasons, and then barriers and obstacles, mindset hacks, and then benchmarks and tools. Now, you don't have to remember those. I'll, I'm just sharing you, with you some of the things. But number one is to set goals that are realistic, they're specific, and they have a date. And especially if you tie a deep, strong reason why you want to achieve them, that will make it stronger. Many times people are super vague when it comes to their fitness goals. They're like, I want to tone up. I want to lose weight. I want to get lean. I want to build muscle. And that vagueness won't allow things to stick, especially when times get, get uh, tough. But something specific like I want to lose 20 pounds by a certain date, let's say three months later, so I can wear my skinny jeans or I want to gain 20 pounds of lean muscle so I can compete in an upcoming mud run on this certain date. Or I want to lose 50 pounds by this certain date so I can donate a kidney to my sister. There's some sort of thing that when you start stating exactly what it is by a certain time and a reason why behind it. It's going to make those things uh, stick. You know, 
telling why do you want to gain the muscle? Why do you want to lose the weight? You know, what what are those things? And that deep reason why I, I just did this with. I, I know I had a podcast not too long ago about it, but I did, just did this with a, a group of about 135 people. We dug into the reason why we want to do this. And I know this is going to seem redundant when I start stating it out, but I can't, I can't um, emphasize or overemphasize the, the importance of, of doing this. It, it's, for instance, let's say, um, what's your deep reason why? For instance, for me, I, I wanted to lose my gut. And it's like, okay, losing, you're losing your beer gut is an important thing. Why do you want to lose that? And I'm like, well, because I want my clothes to fit better. And, and I want to feel happier about myself. Cool, cool, cool. Why do you want your clothes to be fitting, happy, you know, fitting better so you become happier? Why is that important? And then whatever the next reason. You, when you start to ask your whatever the answer is, and then you ask yourself why that answer is important, and then put on put down a new answer and then dig even deeper why you get to something at the core of what's going to keep you motivated uh, especially during those times when you're not feeling like it and you're not wanting to show up. It's, it's that deep reason. And a lot of times it boils down to uh, something with your status or something to do with love uh, uh, something for somebody else that you, that you're really wanting to, you know, and usually it's relationship sort of, sort of thing. So you're wanting to dig in to those things, but if you just think it and not ink it, I learned that from somebody, I think it was Darren Hardy. Um, it's, it's just going to spin around your head and really not have that, that deep seated reason and, and drive for what you're wanting to do. So uh, the next thing I want to so you've got your you've got your goals you've got your reason why now let's tackle the barriers and the roadblocks um, these are the things that get in your way and when you figure those out you can start chipping away at the things that you can control so one is to figure out your roadblocks and write them down and list every barrier to exercise you can think of. I mean, you're, you're thinking of things like dining out with friends, any social events, uh, night, you know, late night dinners that you might have, mindset sort of things, excuses that you come up with, sporting events. Maybe it's your home. Maybe, maybe it's kids. Maybe it's, it's a lack of time. Maybe it's the temptations or the, the food choices that you make that, that are at home. Maybe it's negative self-talk or self-sabotage or your sugar cravings or you're too tired, or maybe you've got some sort of limitations, or you're just afraid of failing, get all of those down. You, you get all your barriers down. And once you do that, you start looking at what are the barriers that you can control and that you can start taking action on right away, that they really aren't a barrier. You can actually control or eliminate them. And then give yourself some grace for the ones that you, you know, that, Maybe you aren't going to give up your job anytime soon. You're not going to. Uh, maybe, um, maybe you've got an injury that totally limits you in in some sort of way, and you've you've got to deal with that. And so you're giving yourself grace. But that that sort of thing, it's going to put you in control and make it. Um, it's going to make it easier for you to say yes to working out. And you know, it's hiding tempting foods and having the workout clothes that, that you, that you can go for. And, or uh, it's, it's just putting those motivating things for, for me, for me, it was getting rid of the tempting foods in my house, having workout clothes easily accessible for me 
And uh, I, I also was I do a scoop of uh, pre workout energy um, an energy supplement that. I know I'm not going to miss a workout because all of a sudden I'm just like fired up and ready to go. But it was removing as many barriers as possible and empowering myself uh, with with little conditions and little things that I can do that makes makes it more more possible. So re- reducing barriers could mean you know finding a gym that's closer to your house um, or following a specific fitness calendar with 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 a certain plan. It's reducing the barriers to the activities you want to do, and that makes it much more easier for you to follow through. Um, and then it's overcoming those roadblocks and, and getting really specific with those. I know it can be really hard to overcome a roadblock when they just all of a sudden come up and you don't have a plan or a strategy around it. So it's taking the time up front to anticipate certain things. For instance, um, I knew that there were certain things that like there would be certain events where I'd be get, getting together with family and we'd be going out to a huge brunch or we would be you know, a lot of things centered around food or we were going to be traveling. So I was making, I was making sure that there was time allotted for myself to get my workout in or to prepare in advance uh, or was a food strategy for when I got to a restaurant. Maybe I've looked at the menu already in advance. So um, another one for me was I had an hour-long commute to and from work, hour each way. I worked out after work, and it would be really, really easy to just hit the couch and zonk out when I got home. But I made a contract myself. Instead of getting home and vegging out on, on, you know, even for a moment, because then I'd be out of it, I arrived home and here was my routine. Let the dogs out, grab a scoop of my pre-workout, change into my fitness clothes, let the dogs back in, go and hit my workout. And then I had a, a recovery drink that I did for muscle recovery after the workout. And because it tasted so good, that was kind of my, like my little reward. And then I would wait about an hour and I would have dinner. Then I could relax, but I made that my routine and my system to to do because if I let that even just that little twink, uh, you know, the twinkling of a of a habit sneak in where I'm like I just don't feel like it, I'm unmotivated. No, if I I that would take me off my game for the rest of the day, and then I'd feel guilty, and then I would say I'm going to do two workouts next day, which I would never do, and so. I know it's a matter of getting creative with your solutions, but having a plan in place for those times that you don't feel like it, you know, and it's going to make things a lot easier for you. Here's some mindset hacks. This is the next category that, that I think is really important is connecting habits to other activities. Habits are connected uh, by other activities in our life. For instance, you know, we get up and we take a shower and we brush our teeth after we get out of bed. We head to go get some food uh, just because the time says, oh, it's lunchtime. Or we go and grab our coffee because uh, it's part of our routine heading to work and we, we get coffee first and that's going to give us energy. And we, we create these little habits and they're usually associated with some other activity. So connecting exercise to something that you know is going to happen is a great way to stay consistent. You know, Like I just said before, I arrived home. I made the routine of letting the dogs out, getting my pre-workout, changing into workout clothes, letting the dogs in, hitting my workout. 
It was like boom, boom, boom. Everything was tied together, but it all went in sequence, got home, let the dogs out, got into my workout clothes. It was bam, bam, bam. It wasn't got home, decided to get on Facebook and unwind for a little bit with a beer. And it wasn't that, you know, it, I, it, and it could have easily been that. So it, 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 for you, it just might be having your workout clothes ready to go when you get home or having them with you in a gym bag. And before you head home, you've got a system to where you're hitting the gym. Now, the tough thing is to to get your system also on those days when it's more unstructured, like the weekend, okay? So it, it's having that cue to make it easier to get moving. And make commitments with yourself, you know? Make a contract with yourself to do this or have a success buddy of some sort that, you're, that you know that you aren't going to let down. Having your workout clothes ready to go. And making use of maybe some empowering affirmations, that can be another great way to do that. And using rewards. I think I've talked about this before, but connecting your rewards to your fitness habit, something that's frequent after you've got the exercise done, can be very, very powerful. For me, it was my uh, I, my recovery shake. I just Because I loved the flavor of that stuff, that was always, I had to earn that. Um, but it can be something like a massage. Uh, recovery smoothie. Maybe, maybe it's even just a visit to the park, getting out something that's not tied into going, I'm going to have a special dessert or, or go, go and grab some fast food, something that's going to, um, be totally against what it was and, and nothing super crazy expensive either. I used to do these little weekly contracts with myself that if I strung, you know, four or five days together, then I could do something special with friends. And, and I tied that to my little workout calendar. And we could go out for, you know, get together for a movie or whatever it was. So um, the next one is to to have some benchmarks. A lot of times people don't look at benchmarks. They look at this big goal that they're wanting to have, and they, they aren't um, taking the time to assess things along the way. And really, it's just checking in on your progress. So if you've got a three-month goal because you've set the date, you've been very, very specific, it's checking in with yourself every 30 days to see how you're doing. Now, I used to do this with photographs. I could get on the scale, but I, the scale always kind of, to me, I, had, I associated the scale with kind of a negative thing. So photographs were my easiest way to see changes. Now, it Sometimes it's not easy to see changes in 30 days, but it, once I was doing that every 30 days, I could slide them together and see some major progress. But just checking in, how are things working? Then you've got the ability to make tweaks or improvements or adjustments along the way um, that to keep things realistic for yourself and, and to take really take ownership and not responsibility for what it is that you're putting in. You know, if you're, you're seeing something on the on the scale or you're seeing something in the photos that you're not liking. You've got the chance to make adjustments in, in, in saying, you know what, you know, I, I've been snacking on a lot of things or I've been eating late at night or, you know, I haven't, haven't always done the best options when it is lunch. And then having some great powerful tools that you can use daily affirmations. And when I say daily, I mean, it's like you're, you're saying these things to your day uh, every day, um, some positive affirmations for yourself, doing some, some time for that visualization of what things are going to look like for you as if they've already happened and following your mat, that master fitness plan. I'm calling it a master fitness plan. It's 
it's basically not winging it. A lot of times people will say they're going to exercise, they're going to do whatever um, with their with their fitness, but they wing it. They guess their way around it. I did that for years. You know, I know what to do, you know, and in my mind it's, you know, it's going to be push-ups and curls and maybe some chest stuff and not leg day because I'm not a fan of that. You know, it was those sort of things. But when I had a plan, it took all the guesswork out. I just showed up and followed the plan and it worked a lot better and it took the pressure off and it took the procrastination out of it. And so that made it made it click so much easier. And here's a here's a final tip that I'll that I'll share with you. I think I think it's really powerful. It's having a fitness intention statement. I got this from uh, the uh, author of Atomic Habits, James Clear, and he said, "Develop a routine to make starting easier. Habits are behaviors that you repeat over and over." And we we've been talking about this. So, in other words. If you don't get do it consistently, it's not going to be a habit. So build, you know, you want to build this so you can make it simple and show up and getting started. So having having a, an intention that's very specific will help you out. So write out a statement something like this: During the next week, I will exercise at. You put down the what day it is. You know, I will exercise on Wednesday or I will exercise Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at this time, 6.30 a.m. at this place, in my in my bedroom, in my basement, at the gym, wherever it is. So you've got a statement of what day you're working out, what time of day you're working out, and the place that you're working out. And you get that down. And, you know, if you're starting out, make exercise ridiculously small you know just the idea is to make it a habit and uh, become somebody who exercises you focus on the habit first then the results will come later now I I'm I'm one to dig in and just keep going but for a lot of people just getting started out there you know it's it's baby steps but taking action that's going to lead to the motivation. So, you know, once you become the type of person that doesn't miss a workout, then you can make you know adjustments and improvements along the way. So build that habit. So I, I know that uh, a lot of these tips, they can turn you in uh, from being that couch potato into a fitness fanatic or a gym goer. And the more you use these, the more you're going to achieve. Now, I just got done sharing some of the some of the activities, some of the tips that we've done. I've got a free workshop, work a free workshop that's coming up. I call it Upside Down Fitness because we work on the psychological and the mindset stuff and 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 add these little tricks in there to really make fitness habits stick. And so I just did this with about 135 people, totally changed things for them. I am doing another one. You can go to UpsideDownFit.com and get registered for my next one that's coming up absolutely free. And um, just see, you know, no matter what fitness or nutrition program that you're wanting to follow, uh, this you'll put these together and they'll absolutely work for you. And uh, another one to help you, you know, not only uh, boost your fitness progress and your habits, um, but it's also working on your confidence and your productivity and your mindset. You'll want to go over and grab my free success habits master list. It's packed with routines, rituals, strategies, and tips to move you from feeling chaotic and overwhelmed and I don't have time to feeling grateful and healthy and happy and focused and fulfilled 
That's absolutely free. And you can download that at morningsuccesshabits.com. That's all I have for this week. I so appreciate you for tuning in and, you know, sharing this podcast. And if you're on, if you're checking this out on video version, hitting that subscribe button and the notifications button so you can get alerts for when the next ones get posted there. And if you're in your podcast app, just leaving an honest rating and review will help so many people. You absolutely rock, my friend. That's all I have for this week. And as always, remember, it's never too late. We'll see you next week.